0: Bang, bang, bang. What
1: up, what up, what up?
0: What's good, my G? You
1: know, chilling. I've been off work since Saturday. Where'd I heard
0: a peep. You look yeah, homeless and shit today in comparison hey. with how you normally call it here. Brother looking homeless today.
1: I've been relaxing all day. Man, it's Cleaned up looking. the
0: house. Yeah, you're like you doing yard work, man. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Cleaned up the house, folded up clothes, washed clothes, cooked. Yeah. Did oh, some homework. I bet you did, you man. Know. This
0: is the most you know dressed down I've seen since hey, we've been doing the podcast.
1: Hey, you know, yeah. just been chilling at the crib.
0: Got man. me slipping. I feel actually dressed better than you right now. <laughs> That's a rarity. Yeah, yeah. And all I have on is some slacks.
1: <laughs> slacks and, in a, and a sweater. <laughs> That's it. And I got you. <laughs> Killed you today, God. Killed me. Killed you. Went in on me.
0: Yeah, man. What's, yeah. Up. What's been... up, y'all? What up? What up? What up, people? Yeah, man. Super duty tough work, man. Yeah.
1: Yeah, what's this?
0: 16? Yeah. yeah man, we get sweet, the, 16. sweet 16. Sweet 16. Sweet 16. Sweet 16. Mm. Yeah, super duty. They never thought we would make it, man.
2: <laughs> it all the doubters. They said we never
0: gonna make it. <laughs> they said we never go far. <laughs> yeah, we made it, man. Today is an ill day, man. It's a, yeah. it's a good and a bad day, right? right? It's good to be here doing this, but it's sad because today we lost hip-hop legend, MC, Extraordinaire, from uh queens right is he queens mc i believe so yeah jamaica queens jamaica queens yeah Yeah. five diggy five dead dog uh, five footer yeah it's crazy man yeah man young too 46 years old yeah go, go on go on 40. 46 man it's deep man Um, i saw people talking about it last night but mm-hmm. everybody was like hold on it's just a rumor you know how sometimes yeah it's yeah so that's
1: why i did yeah sometimes like Yeah, Yeah. because I was when I saw it this morning, I saw it because I woke up this morning at six, um, put kids on the bus and whatnot. And I checked my Twitter and I was like, no, let me let me let me wait. I'm I'm going to hold off, you know, do a little research on my own to make sure it's true. But yeah, come to find out it is it is true. We lost we lost one of the greats.
0: Yeah, man. Fife Diggy, man. Um, You know, it's wild, man. Mm-hmm. You know cuz the internet they'll pronounce you dead when you still walk right. around chilling.
1: Yeah, you still chilling or you know what I'm saying like you might you might be close. You yeah. know what I mean? But you ain't dead, mean, dead yet.
0: Right? I think they be calling rappers who still alive dead, <laughs> bro. You ain't even got to be sick in hip hop. I mean, oh yeah, you know E40 dead, right? I'm yeah. like he just dropped a new video <laughs> yesterday. I'm watching him on television right now. People be hoping you dead. Yeah, is that what it is? they be wishing the worst. Yeah, man. <laughs>
1: man. Hip-hop cats wish you dead. Wish you die uh,
0: Once you turn 30, you dead anyway <laughs> in hip-hop. Yeah, yeah, they' Be like,
1: oh, this old fool. Old, old fool don't know what he shut doing.
0: Shut down, old man. You're dead already. You dead to me. Like, bro, I'm only 30, so. <laughs> You're dead. This a young man's game. Yeah, young man's game. Sit your old ass down. You ain't got nothing to say. <laughs> <laughs> Pronounce your ass D O A on your thirtieth birthday. <laughs> we've been dead for a while. Yo, we've been <laughs> dead for a decade, bro. <laughs> a decade of death. It was like, oh, congrats, Blueprint and Logic. You're dead now. <laughs> you died. Yeah. You died. You died. Oh, <laughs> you guys think you're gonna be a grown man rappers? That genre doesn't exist. Yeah, you're you're irrelevant these days. <laughs> Dead. Dead. dead yeah man so this episode we gonna do something different huh yeah man talk about yeah. five
1: talk about five talk about tribe yeah man we yeah.
0: gotta do it man it's only right to give it up in the in the best way we know how yeah no doubt and uh drop some uh intellectualism <laughs> intellectualism intellectualism is that a word yeah that's it a is. fucking word intellectualism look it up baby. i will look it up i don't <laughs> i don't doubt you i'm i'm not a thug i'm a black intellectual <laughs> I wouldn't use the word intellectualism if it wasn't an actual word. Oh, all right. That's I, what I mean, we I, do. I believe you. I believe you. I know. Yeah, we I do. Know. We, do. you know, intellectualism. So. Intellectualism. <laughs> <laughs> it just sounds like it's not a word. <laughs> I dropped it with so much confidence on you like, this cannot be a word. He over here getting his Keith Murray on. <laughs> nah, man, that's yeah, a word.
1: I will reference. I'll, I'll get my Google reference. Google it on. when we're done.
0: <laughs> I shall. Google it. I shall. I got you. I got you. Oh yeah, we're gonna so we're gonna get into like, you know, Fife, our favorite fife moments and verses. We're gonna get into um uh, like our favorite tribe albums. Yeah. Ranking them, of course. Yeah. Uh because our list is right and yours is wrong. <laughs>
1: of course, clearly. It is. <laughs> and mine might be right and yours will probably be wrong. Mine is right, so yours you, is wrong. Yeah,
0: use it so you think. You think. <laughs> with everyone you're wrong and we're right basically yeah, of, course, of course so we're gonna do that and then we're gonna get into just like you know the biggest contributions of what they brought to the game mm-hmm. uh because i'm not gonna assume that everybody is a tribe called quest fan right or that everybody understands them like we understand them
1: if yeah, Taya, Taya would hate when i play tribe called quest she's a hater man. <laughs> she <laughs> hates tribe called I don't quest i that's what i would say i was uh, i'd be like what i ain't
0: never like that stuff on
1: it she would hate, she would hate that you stuff <laughs> yeah that stuff
0: you still married her. <laughs> That's grounds for dismissal, man. <laughs> Maybe that's why I'm still single. A <laughs> woman says she didn't like Tribe. That's a deal,
1: Brad. You out of here. It's grounds for dismissal. I
0: wouldn't even say anything. i just walk out the room. I'm like. I'd be like, <sighs> another one goes. <going. laughs> another one bites <laughs> the dust. as I stroll out the door right, and close right, it behind right, me. Right. How are you going? I'll be back. <laughs> Never, come, Never back. come back.
1: Gone forever. Now nah, were you um were you at Bernie's when he came down? Were you nah, there that Sunday? Oh man, that was like one of the dopest surprises like ever. Um let me fill everybody in that, that don't know real real quick. Um we were having Bernie's Sunday. Yeah, Sunday William. hip hop night. Sunday hip hop night which which went with DJ on for Prism. you know
0: five, seven years. Yeah. Biggest hip hop night in Columbus. Yeah, DJ Prism, up no Sluts, um, and in Fife, the grimiest basement. Though. The grimiest it was, basement. The grimiest ever. bar you have ever been to. <laughs> you would not sit on a toilet seat. No, you would be scared to even stand over the stalls and pee it'd be so much piss Yeah, you on think something going to jump up and bite you? Or yeah, something. it was the grimiest,
1: grimiest. Um, but yeah, we was down there. It was packed. You know, dope Sunday, real packed. And uh, Fife had a show the same night yeah. here in Columbus. And I guess nobody really went. Um, and from what I heard, the story, I think Brew was there. I think Brew went to the show and told him, you know, he was asking, like, where's everybody at? Yeah. And he was like, yo, well, it's a hip hop night on Sunday, you know, at, at, at this spot called Bernie's. So I think Brew and a couple other people brought him to Bernie's. Yeah. And he rocked like 15, 20 minutes and That's then just so. hung out. You know what I'm saying? Like it was, it was, it was so dope, so unexpected. That's awesome. You know what I'm saying? Real, real, real fresh. Like that's one of that's that's the memory I have of Fife. You know, actually meeting him yeah. in person. You know, that's what awesome, mean? man.
0: Real dope. Yeah, I don't think I've ever met Fife, man. Yeah, no, that was the one him, time. Man. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah, it's like Columbus memories, man. Bernie's was like yeah. that spot, that place. And so, if you live in Columbus, you already know, like. The juxtaposition of taking this legend and putting him in that spot, mm-hmm. you know, what—is just uh, incredible, man. Yeah, definitely. And Sorry. it was packed. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. No. Bernie's at its...
1: When it was packed, it was just a different yeah. animal. It was yeah. just... And it didn't have to be nobody there. No. Nothing going on. No. Crazy energy. Just, just energy. Yes. Crazy. Yes. yes. Love yes, that spot. Yes, yes, yes. All right. So we're going to get to it? Let's get into it. All right.
0: You are now listening to Super Duty Tough Work. With your host, Blueprint, raw and uncut, adult conversations,
1: no shucking, no jiving, and no bullshit. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So we back in the building. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. 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 Talking about, man, Fife. Yeah, rest in peace to Fife, dog. Yeah, rest in peace. So uh, we're going to start out with our favorite um, five verses. Okay. Right, right, right.
0: You want me to go first? You yeah, you go first. go first? first? Yeah. yeah you know. is, is this in order? Like nah, nah, my, my, nah, my nah, top just, I got three joints. I got three They're all three crazy. Joints.
1: I got three joints.
0: Okay. I'm going to come with my sleeper joint first. <laughs> all right. <laughs> it's right. going to bust your head. All right. All right. Go ahead. The Hop. Ah. Oh, I forgot see You your career is dead like Johnny Carson. That's with me. I do like left. I start an arson. Now that I got this out of my system... Watch me stab up the track as if my name was OJ Simpson. Yeah, yeah. What? Yeah. You, bars. you're free loading like Kato Kalin. Yo. Bars. Man, you <laughs> got so many lines in there. Bars. Okay. Uh, uh, hold on. I got to read more bars. I'm going to read this whole verse. Hold right, on. Yeah, yeah. Hold, on hold on. Go Go hold on. on. <clears throat> I pack it in like Van Halen. I work for mine. You, you're free loading like Kato Kalin. I'm representing with my crew. Mess around, bite my rhymes, I beat that ass with my shoe. <laughs> Go on, you know I'm crazy nice. Nice, brothers can't deal with the shorty they bite. <laughs> you must be mad in the head. <laughs> bus is ass leaving blood clot be dead. <laughs> <laughs> Niggas sound like Dos Effects. If it ain't Dos Effects, they ain't sound like meth. <laughs> you might as well do Mega Death. of seeds <laughs> <laughs> better say your funk, your fucking breath. Use a corny motherfucker. You must be high smoking dust with Chris Tucker. <laughs> you know bars. Yeah, man, that shit, yo fife That's my number three. That's your number three. That's my number three. Because I feel like he just slayed that. Like his pattern was there was these ill pauses. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? In between every line, his delivery on that was crazy. The mm-hmm. hot. That's off. Of, uh, is that no, nah, that's not that's beats, rhymes, and life. Yeah,
1: that's beats, rhymes, in life. Yeah. Yep. He slayed nah, that one. He did kill it. Yeah, I agree. All right, I'm going with it's my number three. These aren't okay. in really any particular order for me. This okay. Some of my faves, but um, his verse from Show Business. Okay. Yeah. Oh, shucks. Look, Look what the cat are in. That's right, dog, from a trial called Quest. Let you me begin. Like Chuck D. I like, got so much trouble oh, on my vibe. about these no talent artists oh, get inside. They can't rob. Right? Yeah, bars. Oh, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a great verse.
0: He I goes, forgot about
1: that one. He goes in.
0: That one is great. He
1: goes in. That's a great one. Yeah. And you know
0: what? It's great, but it's also to the point. Right. It's not no abstract shit. Nope. That whole song is a lot to be learned oh, from that yeah, whole song. Oh,
1: yeah, yeah. I mean, industry rule number 4080. <sighs> I didn't Red know what that was. People are shady. I didn't, I didn't. Yeah. Yeah. Watch your back cuz I think they woke up. I don't doubt it. Yeah. Look at man. How they act. So many bars in that. Yo. Um what, what um uh we bootlegging. You know like like we yeah. think about, you know, downloading. downloading. It was the same thing. Yeah. It's You got bootleggers it's, going out like, like suckers, suckers, suckers. Motherfuckers. It's yeah. so
0: true, man. Cuz yeah, it just changed. It went yeah. from you know, back in the day you would see the people bootlegging your yep. record. Don't you want to f- sell my tape for only 5.99. Yeah. Don't <laughs> don't
2: do too hard, hard for this. this.
0: <laughs> no more we like steps of booty end up right sick.
1: yo he was he was killing that one yeah he was the lyrics is played like eight ball Little jackets, jackets. <laughs> yeah fife man fife he has some he has some shit he has some, some joints some shit, man.
0: man yeah wow okay i'm gonna go next all right yeah go ahead all right man. this yeah. is my number two joint all right. all right i don't know if this is so much a sleeper like that last one mm-hmm. but this this is i'm gonna go with uh the eight million stories joint you okay. Know, the problems. Right. Went to Carvel to get a milkshake, mm-hmm. dude. The honey ripped me off for of all my loot okay. cakes. Dude, dude. Yeah, that's dope up in the jacket. <laughs> Somebody broke into my ride and cold it. You know what I'm saying? Like that song to me, yeah. that's really the only solo five song, isn't it? Well, butter? Oh, butter, butter. You're right, butter. you're right. Yep. So like he, he got two solo songs and they're both classics. Right. But that shit is so dope because like when you hear it, you just like, I can totally relate. To this dude writing a song about the worst day ever. And you could see it all, too. Yeah, It was
1: so vivid. Yes, It was simple, but vivid as hell. You know what I mean?
0: He, could, he couldn't he could catch a break that day, man. He couldn't. <laughs> Went down on his girl. She's in the red zone. What? Yikes. <laughs> Yikes. No, five! No, no five, dude! No, no, no. Don't, don't do it. it. Don't do it. Don't go. Don't go, don't go Fife. Don't, don't go. Don't go down on her. <laughs> she's in the red zone yeah man man. couldn't couldn't even clear the samples to his new LP yeah I mean everything that could go wrong was in that song
1: that would go wrong
0: that that, that definitely speaks to the appeal of them though too Mm -hmm. you never got the feeling with them like they were like like to me you know like the Canes the Mm G-Raps you know the Karras Ones the Public Enemies they were like these distant mythical rappers Right. right? right they didn't talk about their problems right they never talked about like having a bad day or a girl fronting on them, really. Right.
1: I mean, and even like you look at like songs like "Date Rape." Right. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Like they talked about stuff like that. You look like you look at um, what was the song? Um, "People's Instinctive Travels" about um domestic violence. I can't, I can't remember the name of the song. It was mm. the last song on the record. Um, I can't think of the name of it. But I mean, they they brought out issues like that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And a lot of cats did not really talk about that kind of stuff. Um, back then they were you know they didn't talk about everyday everyday issues um the description of a fool that's what it was called. okay yep
0: yeah really really dope song
1: really dope song
0: yeah and they were like the every man's rapper Mm -hmm. before that was really a thing right like that wasn't really a thing like i mean the whole native tongues thing Mm -hmm. definitely kind of tapped into that whole we're just like you right we're like the dudes on the block who are kind of like you Mm -hmm. we're weird but we're dope. That was all of them. De La Soul, yeah. um, Jungle Brothers, Jungle Brothers, all of them, all of them. Black Sheep, Black, Black sheep, sheep, as well. Yep. Yeah, they they brung that to the table. And like when Tribe was on that, like that that eight million story song. Yeah, that was that was. Uh, I don't recall anything quite like that. Right. Prior to that, mm-hmm. you know. Um, yeah, man, that was my joint. I Completely
1: agree with that. Yeah. All right, I'm gonna go with Fife's verse on vibes and stuff. Mm. remember that one? Mm. I don't know what to say. Oh but I here know. I go I freaking. <laughs> if the face so come, you then you know, know I'm seeking. Seek I'm just a short brother. brother. Dark skin face. Weigh your buck fifty. Thirty-six waist. Hair is crazy curly. Foot like With Mr. Burley. To this the day I still believe that no MC can serve me.
0: <laughs> yeah yeah that's a classic yeah. A classic yeah yeah ooh, i almost forgot about that i one. get more
1: prosody. on sending your horse, show for the animal i was, I was. but now i chill at I home all i do, do is write room. rhymes eat drink
0: <laughs> shit ball man yeah 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 that whole
1: song though that ooh, that's like that's probably one of my favorite tribe songs
0: ooh, that shit's crazy yeah yeah oh man joints yeah, joints. yeah that's a, that's a top one yeah okay so my last one mm-hmm. is as cliche as they come mm-hmm. but i had to put it in here anyway the scenario verse oh yeah his scenario verse right it's crazy it's him. the first verse on the song yes it is hey, yo bo knows this what bo knows that what and bo do jack what that's I can't rap so what do you, you know? know the vet. The, dog. the bat <laughs> yo he said it all <laughs> he did and you could you could trust him to do that man yeah. he was like he was good I don't know man like the thing about Fife I really always dug was that he was like dope enough to rhyme second Mm -hmm. but dope enough to also go first. Right. He was kind of like the, the, not the lead rapper, but he was, he could do that when he needed to. Mm -hmm. He had a solo song, solo songs. Right. So like, Think of think of for example like a prize whale from Fuji's.
1: Right. He would never he could never start.
0: No. No. Always last. Always last. Go lasts. back and listen to the score. Yep. Always last. Prize is always last. Either Lauren
1: or Wyclef starts the song. Yeah. <laughs> or or one of the or, guests.
0: Yes. On all their singles. Because they wanted to make sure you liked it. Right, right. And didn't turn it off before <laughs> right. they got to the rap. Right. Right. Fife, you never had to worry about, you know, people being like, Oh, this sucks. Mm-hmm. And just changing the channel. Right. Because he would go in. Or he could rhyme at the beginning or the end. He just killed it. Yeah, he would always kill yeah. it. Yeah, he would but, always kill it. But he never gave you the impression, which I thought he never gave you impression that they were like competing, mm-hmm. like leaders of the new school were competing with each other. But you can tell
1: though, you and that's yes. the thing. That's the difference because with Tribe, they didn't have those songs that were like "I'm the best MC." Yes, because neither one of them were like these these pinnacle MCs, yes. they were just really great writers but really dope voices and really poignant points of view yep and that's what that's what people loved about them that's why they were popular yeah and then i mean of course the production oh you know yeah, yeah, yeah. that that didn't hurt <laughs> oh no. no
0: some of the best production oh, so ever yes in the history of yes, hip-hop yeah, ever yeah. to this day straight up
1: straight up yeah yeah i agree completely yeah no doubt all right so my last one my last one is the whole song butter
0: the whole song. No. The whole song. The whole joint. The
1: whole joint. Like, <laughs> I mean, because it was a really dope story. 1988 junior year, yeah, called Behind. That's but true. All the guys are corny and the girls Those are mad fly. fly. Yeah, like. You know, that. we
0: was in high school when that came out. Right. I was in high school. You were. You were. You yeah, was yeah like I was Middle it. school. You were yeah. like,
1: wow, this is what high school is like. <laughs>
0: right. Yeah, it was like that. Right. I had
1: Tanya, Tavika, Eka, Jaren, Darren, Tina, Stacy, Julie, Tracy. Used to love them, leave them. Awesome. <laughs> em. Use them, find them, use them. Also, abuse them. Yeah. yeah, man.
0: Yeah, he had patterns joints.
1: Patterns. <laughs> patterns Yeah, that whole song. Like I, I used to bump when I had. There were certain songs that I listened to on that record, and that was that was low end, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah that was yeah, low that was low end. That was low end. Like there was, I loved the whole record, of course. Yeah, but there were certain songs that I would play on repeat, like that I would listen to twice when it yep. came on. You know what I'm saying? And that was one of them. Yeah, you know, just to listen to the beat, learn mm-hmm. the lyrics. I I love that. I love that song. Yeah. I love it. Love it so much. Classic. Classic. Classic, classic, classic.
2: Hell yeah. All right, we're
0: going to take a break and we'll be right back. Yeah. Do you enjoy the Super Duty Tough Work podcast? If so, please remember to subscribe to the podcast on iTunes. And if you really rock with us, please leave us a five-star rating and we will shout you out in an upcoming episode. The five-star rating is one of the most effective ways in helping more people learn about the show. Thanks for your support.
1: All right, all right. So all right so now
0: what, yeah top
1: five records right? this is the moment of truth the moment right of truth all right <laughs> we get to show our stuff hey man because i know mine is right i know my joint is right. i
0: already know yours is gonna be off because i i know some inside information that the other that y'all don't know the listeners don't know but I know his list is not gonna be tight. It's already.
1: gonna be tight. It's gonna be
2: tight. Has All right,
0: odd taste. Now, go right. hold on before you go. Now, keep in mind, y'all tribe only has five out. Only has five. Right. So this is the easiest top five yeah. ever. But it's also <laughs> hard because, you know, they got classics. Yeah. a classic lot of classics. Jeans. Classic. Jeans. Arguably four to five are classic. Yeah, you know what I mean. Easy. To me, easily, and you can argue either way. Mm-hmm. But um, so that makes it a little difficult. So we're gonna go from our f- top five from like least favorite to top favorite. All right. So okay. least favorite is Beats Rhymes in Life. So number five is Beats
1: Rhymes in Life. Beats Rhymes in Life is number five for me. Mm, okay, I mean because it was a little, it, it was a little too, it was a little too cheesy for me. Mm-hmm.
0: Like it now, was, uh, I would agree some... on the first single with Faith. It was, what was yeah, that Faith one? Um, uh, um, once again um, or something yeah, like that. Um, no, no, stressed, stressed out. out. Yeah, yeah, I didn't like that. I didn't like stressed didn't out. Like it
1: was a few joints on there that uh, that was a little too like it was. It mm. was some good songs on there, but it was some joints that was a little corny. But
0: me. the way the album and, started though.
1: Oh yeah,
0: you know he's talking about battling on a train.
1: Yeah. Ooh. What was the first song on there? Um, let me pull it on up, beats, rhymes, and life. Right? On Beat rhymes, and life. Oh, it was
0: the sucker MCs. Was not sucker MCs? whack rappers is that it phony rappers phony rappers yeah yeah phony yeah, rappers. Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah like it was some joints Ooh. on there like i didn't really like get a hold i didn't I really like um motivators uh it yeah. was a I like motivators it was it was i yeah, mean yeah, yeah. not but saying you that know you know that's
0: your number five. It's yeah, okay. that's my number five it's okay you
1: know what i mean it's okay that's my number five like
0: it was it was just it was just a little too mm. yeah you know i i i i'm I will agree on the criticisms of the album in -hmm. terms of some. And Consequence was on it too much. Yes. That would be my main problem with the album. Way too much. Too much Consequence.
1: Way, way, way too much Consequence. Like,
0: I never need to hear him rap again.
1: Three or four songs?
0: Okay. Yes. Like.
1: Half over half the record,
0: yeah. I was like, Why? Who is this dude coming out of nowhere rapping, rapping. so much? You're
1: not part of the tribe, you are not
0: Jerobi. It's like, Hey guys, we got a new rapper. Like, what do you mean you have Man, a new rapper? No, that's not, he's tribe. not better than Fife. No. Why am I not hearing Fife here? <laughs> right. This was right when Fife was hitting his stride, too, right? And you're like, Fife should be rhyming more, right? And then he put out this album and he's rhyming less, yeah. and this is random
1: dude is rapping, yeah. Like, who the fuck is consequence? consequence? Kind of, I mean, not that consequence was whack, but he yeah. wasn't. He he wasn't, he shouldn't have been there. You know, he
0: still catches hell to this day. I'm sure he does. Like, there's people who have a deep-seated hatred of him because (laughs) he
1: was on the record too
2: much. Like, it was
0: his fault. They'll never put it into words. But they can't stand (laughs) consequences. Because because, of that. Yeah. He ruined, he was the sign of of their downfall. Mm Mm-hmm. Like he was the thing that kind of you you saw a chink in their armor for the first time. Mm. It's like this doesn't make sense. Yeah, it didn't make sense at all. How was my favorite group gonna put a random rapper on half on on, almost all of songs? Almost every song. Yeah. Yeah. And he wasn't like he had crazy bars. He was just kind of He He just had a dope voice. Yeah, yeah. That was was it. it. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I mean five. That's that's your five. five. That's my five. My number five. Of course, of course. Love Theory. (laughs) No, Love Movement. (laughs) Love Movement. Yeah, Yeah, the Love Movement. See, I don't even know the name (laughs) of the album. I have not committed it to memory. I was like, no, forget that album altogether uh, now, The love movement. Here's my beefs with the love
1: movement. All right, movement, what's your man.
0: beefs, man? It was it had too many songs on it, number one.
1: Okay, I can see that. I
0: think if they would have narrowed it down to like, like twelve. Yeah. 12. High Ten to twelve. Mm-hmm. No more. It, it was, was like seventeen songs. It was songs the longest it, album. Yeah. And I think that really hurt it. But I think the reason it was long because they were experimenting with super like vibe music and that mm-hmm. Dilla style. And it kinda they were finding their way with that style. Yeah. And I think that's why they kept more on it because I don't think they truly, truly knew what was hitting and what was Right,
1: wasn't. right. Yeah, I could. I can see There's, it. But you can see that with the yeah. record too because some songs, the beats are banging. Some songs are like,
0: Yeah, what is that? Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. I think they were just I'll like, we don't know either. Let's mm-hmm. just put it all on the album. Right. So that's we one. tried. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so like, I don't, and I have the least amount of favorite songs mm-hmm. off of that record than any other song. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, single is insane find a way it's just when you heard that you're like oh my god right you know when that shit came in the video uh, yeah beautiful yeah Mm -hmm. yeah it made you want to fall in love and you know what I'm saying break (laughs) dance at the same time like I want to break dance and fall in in love while I'm doing it yeah fall in love where's my wife at you know what (laughs) I mean like it made you want to do all that man so but that's number five to me I just think they could have come a lot better All right. so my number
1: four is the love movement what yeah. All right. My number four, because I
0: there's like I so like you more... like the love movement more than beats, rhymes, and life.
1: Yes, I did. That's very odd. It is. I, I'm an odd dude. You know, sometimes. But there's more songs that I listened. I listen to the love movement more than I listen to beats, rhymes, and life. All right. Yeah. I mean, like we we talked about this earlier. I like the booty. That joint. <laughs> that, song's awesome. that song is so the boot- dope. The boot. The boot- i love that song i don't know why i do i really <laughs> <laughs> i honestly don't know why i like that song but i really like that song a lot um i like uh my pad and my pen the beat in the blend you remember oh, yeah, that song lot, right? yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah i like it's that a, song it's cool. um we do it all for the love y'all That song. it was now, like the was, title that trap. was banging
0: that song Joan was incredible. dope
1: um it was it was i mean i just like the vibe of the record it was long though yeah, because I, I, I honestly, when I do listen to it, I don't listen to the whole record.
0: Twenty two songs. Twenty two. I'm looking at track like right now. It looks like I know it was long. Unless, well, I guess they got remixes. They got, I'm sorry. It's like three. So mixes, it's seventeen. Or, yeah, they got a hot. They put hot sex on a platter on there. Oh my god, remix, jazz remix, one two shit in the night. He got caught. Those are the bonus songs, but seventeen yeah, legit I, songs. Yeah.
1: Okay. Yeah, that's what I thought. I thought it was seventeen. Yeah. Like I, when I do listen to the record, I don't listen to the whole record. I probably listen to maybe. 14 of the of the 17 maybe when i would when i would let it play but yeah i i'd listen to the love movement more than i listen to beat rhymes beats rhymes in life damn and it's yeah i mean that's it's, it's a weird thing but that's d yeah
0: that's that's it that's that's my number four okay so let me get into my what i have my number four is people's instinctive travels really yeah what i no. i didn't really like them when i got that album oh have I, you listened to it like not in Since. quite a few years. I mean, I ain't gonna say I hated the record. Mm-hmm. I remember going to CD and tape outlet in Columbus. If you remember those CD yeah, and I tape remember. outlets. I remember. It was a chain that just... That, Rally, that's yeah. your number four? Yes, that my number surprising. four, man. I'm sorry. I didn't think it was that good at the time. That album is super dope. Now, here's the thing. In the context of everything that was out right then, mm-hmm. that record didn't even do for Tribe what their second record did. Like That record, oh, yeah, of it had a couple... You know, Can I Kick It was the the hit off, I
1: mean, of Benita you know Applebaum was on that record, yeah.
0: That was that was um, that was cool.
1: Left My Wallet and El
0: Segundo was on that record. And that was kind of shaky. I like that when song. it came, I like it, but it, in that era, I felt like it was kind of so much other stuff, yeah, yeah. I was like, These guys are okay, you know. Mm-hmm. what I mean, Benita Applebaum, can I kick it? Those are the joints, but I didn't feel like the rest of the album was completely there, and to me, I was like in that era. I just didn't listen to that tape at all.
1: That's interesting. I you li- should go back and listen to it like now. Okay. Shit is dope.
0: Okay, maybe Shit that's what dope. I do, you know? I yeah. go listen to it now. Yeah. But yeah, it's number 4.
1: <laughs> wow, that's surprising. That's surprising.
0: That's surprising.
2: Okay. Yep.
1: That's your number 4. Yep. Wow, number 4. Okay. Um my number 3. This we on number th- I'm on number 3 now, yep. right? My number 3 is People's Instinctive Travels. Mm. Yeah.
0: So you like mm-hmm. Extinctive better than Love Movement and Beats Rhymes in Life? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Now, what? 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 Why is it your favorite well, or number three to you?
1: Because, because it was my introduction to Tribe. Okay. It was something different for what was out there. It wasn't as, as bang you over the head. As a lot of hip hop was back then. True. It was very jazzy because I was playing the sax and stuff in, in high school. Yeah. I mean, in middle school. You know what I'm saying? So, like, listening to jazzy hip hop was like really fresh to me. Yes. You know, and the simplicity of their rapping, is, especially in a time when, you know, you had DOS effects, you had, you know, leaders at a new school going crazy, you had, you know, people like yeah. rapping. Yeah, really technical, yeah, technical, really technical rappers. You know what I'm saying? Like, the the, the, the beauty of their simplicity. Yeah really really attracted me and yeah that's like that's my number three number man three it's so it's so and bonita apple bomb like it's a hit hit yeah and and the rhymes and the simplicity was even broken down more on that song yes you know what i'm saying it was and it was it was it was freaking great left my wallet in el segundo was a song that i heard and i was like what the hell is this you know what i mean like it was gotta get it i gotta get it i i I loved it i don't know i don't know like when i was younger like that it just turned me on man yeah
0: just grab i mean it's got a real kind of youthful theme to
1: it Mm, and that's probably why it turned because i was you know what what year did that come out 93 no, 90. no, 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 no. That was like '90s. was
0: Midnight Marauders.
1: So that was like 90. Was like '90, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I People's was, I was, was I was ten, eleven years old when that record yeah. came out. You and know that, what I'm saying? And I could
0: see, yeah. So like that record to me, it does have a super young,
1: youthful feel to it, and it didn't have a lot of cussing and stuff on it. Nah. So my mom let me listen to it. Yeah, <laughs> that's always a plus. <laughs> you know, what I'm that's saying? how Bismarcky
0: was in my house. Yeah,
1: and I mean, like, in in the go go back to the jazz thing, they had like seven, eight minute songs on that record. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And it was just music, most of it. The rapping was probably maybe three minutes of it. Yeah. The rest was just beats, beats, the beats changing, the beats, you know, horns and this coming in and that coming in and cuts coming. You know what I'm saying? Like, Yeah, yeah, it was real musical and I, I really loved that shit back then.
0: Yes, that's your number three. That's my number three. Okay, okay. Well yeah. my number three. Uh, I, I, you probably I can I guess. Yeah. Beats Rhymes in Life. Yeah, Beats Rhymes and Life. <laughs> I like Beats Rhymes and Life more than, you know, the, the People's Extinctive and the Love movement. I, it just it just hit me more because I think it paid more respect to what tribe was the previous two albums. Mm-hmm. So like Beats Rhymes and Life, what that was number three? No, number number four. four. Yeah. So like I could see how they got to that record. Coming from uh midnight, them, midnight marauders yeah. right i could I could kind of see that, and so I kind of there were it didn't completely hit like none mm-hmm. of that other stuff, but at least like the snares was loud mm-hmm. it had that tribe bounce it had some jazzy feel to it right and uh I dug it man you mean obviously the hop you know yeah uh, you know, you know it had some joints on it, man but, it had it, joints yeah, it but, but nice. I mean I, I won't say it's flawless, it's not like their top Two or three joints, but it's—I mean, it's—it's it's okay. But I mean, in their catalog, it's a classic. Oh yeah. But I don't necessarily think that, uh, you know, when you talk about their top two records, definitive. Oh you yeah. know? So yeah, wordplay was dope to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, mind power. Keep it moving. The hot mind power. Once again, jam. Mm-hmm. Uh, like that damn. shit was intense. <laughs> the ending of that shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, motivators. Mm. Uh, phony rappers i mean just the way the shit started you know what yeah. i'm saying oh let's battle it kind of took me by surprise cause, yeah. you know like, what <laughs> it's right. <just> dope man <laughs> really really dope way to set off an album so like you know i think it's got you know it's a classic but among their catalog i can't give it no higher than number three
1: yeah
0: i can see that all i right. see
1: you i see you all right so number two uh-huh midnight
0: Midnight Marauders, number two, huh?
1: Yeah, midnight is number
0: two for yeah, me. Yeah, this is the debate. Number <laughs> two versus number one. Huh? <laughs> right, right. Okay. Midnight
1: is number two. Because for me, I think I think low end just touched me more. You yeah. know, like low end, even to this day, I still listen to Low End more than I listen to any other tribe record. Wow. More than Midnight. I mean, mm. and really like <clears throat> It's like picking two of you you know between two keys you know what i mean because both of the albums are classic both Both of them them are perfect 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 record flawless flawless records so i mean it's almost this is almost a taste yeah you know what i'm saying like it's almost a taste choice you know what i'm saying so it's not it's not that midnight is worse than low end it's just that that's the vibe that that was that vibe was better for me you know what i'm saying yeah
0: Yeah, so mine is basically the opposite. The opposite. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So number two to me is low end. Uh But it's a toss up as to which I play more. Mm -hmm. Not that one is like. See, I listen to low end more. And I listen to Midnight Marauders. I'm sorry. I listen to uh, Midnight Marauders more. Mm -hmm. But see, the thing about it is when Midnight Marauders came out, that was like the first album that kind of hit my senses as a producer yeah like the first headphone album i remember yeah and so and just sonically i think that's when i started kind of learning about beats and like just at a high level you know Mm -hmm. like okay this is beats these are loops and that shit just really just like blew me away technically because i could hear the subtleties in it you know what i'm saying Mm um because like this there's there's shit that goes on there with like panning and shit yeah like there's there's this what song because me and groove talk about it there's 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 shit on that album that you literally don't hear unless you got headphones on.
2: Yeah, you know Q-tip oh, doing
0: ad libs, going from ear to ear. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And just just bugged out shit that you don't even fucking think about. You're like, oh shit! Mm-hmm. Like it's this layer to me, and I think that's what those are the experiences that make me revisit it a little more.
1: See, I think I think with um, low end for me is it's, it's a it's more calm. Yes, it's it's a little darker way slightly. yeah yeah it's and dark it's, it's a dark record yeah and the beats are real bass heavy yes like more bass driven yes and i don't i don't know why that just gets me like when i play that in the car yeah man yeah and it hits <laughs> yo it, it, hits, hits. it hits heavy that record hits. i mean like starting with excursions oh yeah
2: i mean that
1: shit is innovative oh super God. innovative
2: yeah. Yeah, and it's and then, well
1: done. And then even like we talked about vibes and stuff, how it starts yes. with that horn. Dun, 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 dun. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's join after join on that record. Oh, join yeah. after I mean both
0: of them. Oh, oh yeah, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So I mean, so clearly we know what your number one is. <laughs> right. Your number one is it's low end it's low end. My yeah. number one is Midnight Marauders, mm. as you can tell. Right. But really it's a toss up, man, to to everybody listening. I'm gonna say if you haven't listened to these records these are goat albums these are like yes definitive hip hop classics and you know it's hard for anybody to make one classic record tribe has arguably three to four of them so back to back yeah so don't don't think that just because uh people's instinctive is not my favorite of their five that it's not a classic right it's still a classic oh yes it's still very influential and it 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 made its mark just with me personally Mm. i'm like yo I'm gonna take, you know, what I'm saying, uh, uh Midnight Marauders just because that whole, that whole driving at night. I, mm-hmm. Was I driving when Midnight Marauders came out? Let me look at what year that dropped. I mean, no, I, no, no, ninety. Yeah, I was driving when this shit came so out. So you probably was
1: driving at night listening to that. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. So like, yeah. I, I got it. Yeah, you, you know got it. know what I mean? It. I was yeah. a teenager driving when this shit came out. Yeah. So like that. Yeah, that you know. So yeah, that shit hit me a completely different way, Midnight mm-hmm. Marauders, because like. I got that. Once they said that, that intro, like most people listen to their music at night. night. Yeah. yeah. Like I was like, word, put this in the tape deck. <laughs> it never came out. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's why that record really resonated with me because I think that's how they designed it, oh, yeah. you know, to, yeah. to really fit that setting.
1: Yeah. And, I, and Tribe always, the, the way that they designed all of their records, Yeah, they had purpose in, in the design of the record, they had a feeling that they were trying to get across and they always got that feeling across. Yes. No matter if it was the love movement or Beats Rhymes in Life. Yes. Like the love movement did kind of make you feel like you wanted to fall in love yeah, yeah, when you yeah. listen to yeah, it. Yeah, it was a relationship. Yeah, It was a relationship album. record. Yeah, You know, Beats Rhymes in Life was just that. Yeah, it was you know a
0: transitional, saying? a transitional record. Mm-hmm. That's how I look at Beats Rhymes in Life. It yeah. was that record that was like, we're grown up and we're trying to figure out what we are again.
1: Right. Yes. Yeah, so
0: we're trying to, we don't know anymore. So, so we got beats and rhymes. We're trying to balance this shit with, with like, life. Yeah. <laughs> like at first I was like, oh, this title is whack. But then I got older. I was like, oh. <laughs> that's now, real. Yeah, that's very real. Now yeah. I see why you would name a record that because that's really what the fuck you're going through. Mm-hmm. And you're trying to reconcile these three things. And you got three dudes who started rhyming together a decade ago. Mm-hmm. And now they're completely different people, but they still have this hip-hop relationship yeah. that they're trying to you know reconcile and his career and it's like so yeah that's then that's kind of what the record is about yeah you know that's the vibe that's of the it. vibe of it. and you got these new elements the consequence <laughs> getting thrown in because <laughs> right. you don't know you're like maybe we'll throw this guy in here right. see you, see if that works yeah yeah. yeah yeah he'll get us excited to rap again <laughs> like, right. nah, man. no nope. no nope. didn't work no 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 yeah no. so i would challenge everybody listening go ch- go check out these records
1: yeah like, check out all of them
0: yeah check out all of them it has to start with our top two which yeah. we can't we can't argue about those no you know Cla-
1: like yes. utter like nobody will deny that those are classic
0: no, records. no nobody you know so you start with uh my favorite which is midnight marauders <laughs> I mean, do it in order or start with a logic's favorite yeah, which is low and low in theory and both are classics you know so uh that's your homework this week
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah check the records out yeah take a break, rock,
0: rock, break. This episode of the Super Duty Tough Work podcast is brought to you by Weightless Recordings, whose latest release, King No Crown by Blueprint, is available now on iTunes. It's also available on Orange Double Vinyl, Deluxe Digital Version, and Signed CD Version at Weightless.net. Support the movement and order your copy today. Back in the house. Back, 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 back. Yeah, Super Duty Tough Work. Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah, shout out to... A tribe called Quest.
0: Yeah, Fife Dog. Yeah, rest in peace. Rest in peace. So, yeah. this this uh, episode, we're giving it up to Tribe and Fife. Yeah. And, all, and this next section is. Innovations.
1: Yes. Tribe called Quest.
0: What they brought to the table. Yeah. All the unique things they did. Yeah, they had five albums. But their first album was 1990. Last album was 98.
1: Yeah, so they did that in eight years.
0: Yeah, every two years, was well, even less than less that. less than that. Year yeah, and a half. yep, year and a half between albums.
1: Not to mention the production. Not to mention guest features and yeah, extra, you know, bonus songs and yeah, all yeah. Tribe is definitely yeah. one of the best to ever. Do it. Yeah,
0: man. So and and being the best, it had a lot of. Uh, contributions a lot of innovations that they specifically brought to the game so this section is going to be about that like what do we think some of their chief uh, contributions have been because uh, you know when it's all said and done this is going to be written about right but if it's not then at least we did ours to all give right. it up and yeah. these are uh, things that I've noticed and you've noticed about them so I'll let you go first
1: all right Um. well first which you probably have and we, we didn't go over these so we might have, yeah we might go ahead heads a little bit but really getting the world like familiar with JD.
0: Ah,
1: Dilla. Dilla. That is true. That because is true. Dilla was doing stuff before Tribe, but yes, the Uma as a yes. collective, which was Ali Shahid Muhammad, Q Tip and J D. Yep. Like J D was the kind of the shining star in there. You know, yeah. that that kind of that came out of that. Yeah. And became his own thing. And Q Tip and Ali Shahid, they were always together. Yep. But introducing the world to JD is probably one of the crown achievements. I think yeah. that tribe has given to the hip hop world in general and just the musical world. Cause yeah. JD did more than just hip hop. Yeah. You know I what agree. I mean? So I think agree. that's, I, that's for me, that's the number
0: one contribution. I think that's a big one. I ain't going to say it's number one. It's big as hell though. Yeah. I, is there, I don't even know if there is a number one, yeah, but I that's, mean, that was so huge. Many. Yeah. Yeah. And especially that's one of their lasting one that has, I mean, I guess the biggest contribution you can make to the game is to, Further some, the game. Yeah, yeah. Bring someone else in when no one else sees their talent. And then that person actually carry the torch. Mm-hmm. So Dilla has carried the torch of what Q-Tip was doing. Yeah. You know, he totally has, you know, he doesn't sound like tip, right. but and he paid homage to tip and he, he definitely carried the torch for another 10 years yeah. after that, yeah. which is, it's true. That's, the, you know, as a teacher, you know, your biggest reward is when your students go out and yeah. kick ass.
1: Yeah. And Dilla definitely kicked yeah, ass. And you know. Dilla
0: became a teacher.
1: Yeah, exactly. You know what exactly.
0: I mean? So now now we're in an era where a lot of the producers are influenced by Dilla. Mm-hmm. And some of them may not even understand that Q tip was the first to co sign him. Right. To take him under the wing, to get him work, to 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 bring him out, fly him out, and mm-hmm. work with him. And I, yeah. I agree. Yeah. I agree completely. Yeah. All right. So I'll go with one of mine. Mine, right. mine is uh, they are the first guys I can remember. To really master rhyme patterns that fit the beat, yeah, you know, yeah,
1: I I completely agree with
0: that. Like everyone else prior to them was like like it was technical and just bars and bars mm-hmm. and bars. But when Tribe came, they were rhyming less words, but it was more rhythmic. Mm-hmm. Like you had talked about the uh, Mister Dinkins, would you please be my mate? you' you be doing me a really big favor, yeah. You know, and they would do that for a whole verse, right? No one was doing that in no, hip hop. No, no, And so like any rhyme that they had would only go to the beat that they spit it to. Right. Because that pattern wouldn't work for the other beats. Mm-hmm. And I feel like they were the first guys who really did that. And then you saw like Slum Village do it. Mm-hmm. And, and everyone does it now to an extent. Right. But like mm-hmm. Tribe was the first guys as MCs. I can remember being on that super rhythmic pattern shit to completely complement the beat instead of like rapping to the beat right yeah instead of competing with it yeah yeah yeah
1: Yeah. and that and that kind of goes with what my next one is they elevated the simplicity of rap yes because even though like we talked about they were you know a lot of the patterns were very simple yes you know they were rhythmic but they were simple but they were talking about a lot of deep stuff in the verses in the simplicity that they were doing and it it was kind of a elevated form of what the early hip hop was, you know, um, no, no, no yep. you know what I'm saying? Yep. Like it was the elevated form of, of what Curtis Blow was doing. It was the ele- elevated form of the early Kumo D stuff and all that stuff. So it was, you know, it was, and it, and it um, and it was more focused on the, what they were surrounded surrounded by at that time and the, the environment that they were in at that time, especially being in New York in the early nineties yeah. and, you know, being Muslims and, you know, seeing different things in yep. the world, you know, like we talked about like date rape and cause that, that was a big thing then, yeah. you know what I'm saying? In the early nineties, they were talking about that stuff a lot more and they really touched on a lot of those issues, but in in a way you could understand. It was very easy to understand, very easy to sing along to. And, yeah. You know, it was. yeah. And it was
0: almost more like, I'm sorry, but it was almost on. more like the simplicity that they added to the verses we had only seen in choruses prior to that. Right. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Like it wasn't like we write choruses with that in mind. Mm-hmm. Okay. This is something where everyone needs to be able to understand it, to get it the first time and a sing along. Mm-hmm. They were writing verses like that. Right. And that's so then the that's whole why we know it. Yeah, <laughs> you can't not know the words to any tribe song. If you listen to the lyrics, and you listen to the album four, five, you're learning it immediately. Yeah. But you're learning it first because the pattern is, mm-hmm. it's structured in a way that draws you in. Mm-hmm. It's rhythmic as any any instrument, right? You know, as any horn riff. Mm-hmm. It's, but it's just repeated, and uh, you know, the way they let the the, the shit breathe.
1: Mm-hmm. They always let beats breathe. Yeah. always,
0: always. They never just like you know wrapped over every minute of it. You know, yeah. just like barring you to death they never barred you to death no. yeah i agree i agree with that yeah so yeah. let me think that that was your number two right yes sir okay let me go with my number th- my number three number two goes with your number two mm-hmm. uh when you talk about simplicity i'm gonna add that their one of their biggest contributions was the simplicity that they added on a production side
2: mm-hmm.
0: minimalism yeah now to put it into context tribe called quest um, uh, Midnight Marauders. And, well, Low End Theory was 1991. If you look at what was going on in 1991, you know, you had the West Coast Kraken. Yeah. You know, you had N.W.A. You had Public Enemy was Bomb still on Squad. top. Bomb Squad. You had really lush, intricate, just like chaotic. Yeah, almost. like walls of sound. Yes. Almost like some rock hip hop yeah. kind of shit. Yeah. Yeah. Like that's what hip hop sounded like then. Mm-hmm. And then you have these dudes who come out with Low End Theory. Mm-hmm. And it's just Some drums. (laughs) ( Remorsvous) Back in the day. Yeah. You're like, what? Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Have you ever even heard a song start like that before?
1: Right. Nope. Not at that time. No. No.
0: No. This was the most minimalistic expression of hip hop I had ever heard in my life. And at that point, it was weird to me. Mm hmm. I didn't like it at first. Yeah,
1: because you were looking for more instruments. Yeah, like I thought it sounded too- empty. Yeah.
0: I was like, yo, it's just, I don't get it. Mm-hmm. But then after a while, when that when I got it, it became like my favorite shit in high school. Oh yeah, This is the one. But that whole minimalism that they put into production was counter to the entire tide of hip hop at that point. Mm-hmm. But like you said, it also hit. Yeah. It hit in the car. Yeah. It hit in a system. Yep, that bass and them yes, snares. it man. was called low end theory for a reason. <laughs> exactly, it had low end in it. Yeah, and you know, there's a I don't know if it's a Red Bull lecture with Q-Tip where he's talking about being influenced by Dr. Dre.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, the the Sonics of what Dr. Dre did influenced him on his record. Yeah, and he was like, I want to make something that sounds East Coast, but has like the sonic clarity of a dr dre record where you can play it in your car play it in the club and it still bunk. yeah it bangs everywhere and we'll do it our way and you can totally hear it in that record it's so minimal but then it's so effective because it's minimal, mm. minimal but then it's it's not like when you like you're saying they were bringing in when they did a musical change then it would be something where the chorus was different than right. the verse. yeah you know uh so and and it was still jazzy. So it gave you that feeling like you were almost like seeing something more dynamic because it always started out more minimal. Mm-hmm. And in a the chorus it, it would builds. get kind of yeah, yeah. You know, and then it would go back to minimal. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Yeah. And uh um, it was just crazy, man. Yeah. It was crazy. Yeah. Yeah. So minimalism. That's what I think the number two uh contribution Well, is. building off of that.
1: Okay. The the jazz. Yeah, yeah. Like I I mean, being a jazz person when I was younger, I I listened to Charlie Parker. I listened to a lot of a lot of saxophonists and a lot of trumpet players when i was <clears throat> when i was in uh, middle school when i played the saxophone yep and hearing hip hop like that you know when i was 12 when i was 13 years old like that had horns that had you know all these flutes and you know even even if they were minimal it was like a lot of hip-hop didn't have because it was more guitars it was more guitar riffs it was yes. more cuts yep. it was more you know like just 808 drums and cuts and stabs like that was a lot of earlier hip-hop yep. you know what i'm saying and they brought in a lot more melody yes. and a lot more instrumentation even if it was minimalistic it was a lot more melodic yes. to listen to yes. and then they made their voices an extra instrument Yes. So, I mean, that's one of the things that I pride myself on as an MC is my ability to make my voice sound like an extra instrument. Yes. And that is something that I definitely learned from listening to Tribe, listening to Slumville, yeah. you know, a lot a lot of the groups, Jungle Brothers, like even yeah. a lot of those dudes back then that was in the Zulu Nation, De La Soul, which is like my favorite group of all time, like taught me how to make my voice not just, you know, ride the track, but be part of the track. You know what I'm saying? And that's that's what horn players do. And I've always thought of my voice as an extra horn to be added to the beat. And that's what it sounded like Tribe did to me.
0: I agree completely. Now, yeah. to add on to that, because <laughs> I had that listed too, uh-huh. but in a different way, I was going to say that they were able to be jazzy, but not corny. Right.
1: Yeah, they was not They was not um. <laughs>
0: Uh, there was some corny shit like uh,
1: uh, was was uh, blue
0: cheese. Who's the blue cheese dudes? Uh, it was some
2: corny jazzy shit going on.
1: Corny. Oh, not PM Don. PM Don. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Right. Yeah.
2: So
0: like, Tribe was like, they were able to use jazz samples in a way that was still edgy, mm-hmm. and I think that minimalism that we talked about is part of that. Like, they didn't just throw a bunch of happy jazzy stuff right. in there and be right. like, oh, this is hip hop, right? You know what I'm saying? They were very, very selective. Yes, they knew what they were fucking doing. Like we're gonna take the edgiest shit, Mm. the moodiest shit from jazz, and and use that. And uh, no, I agree. I agree with that one. I'm gonna add my next one because I was just adding on to that one. Mm -hmm. I think this is my number three. Is my number? I don't know. We'll say number three. Fuck it. (laughs) My number three is uh, branding. Yeah, across their artwork, Mm -hmm. Tribe is the first. Well, I don't to say first. We'll say Public Enemy a little bit to some extent with their logo, right? Yeah. But Tribe was the first people to have these thematic things play out across every, every single record. album. Mm-hmm. If you look at their first four albums, the color. Until use, the Love Movement. That yep, was the until last the love, one. Yep, yep. That was the only one that broke it, and that's yep. typically people's less favorite album in theirs, right? Because mm-hmm. I think it's just less conceptually thought out than most yeah. of the other stuff. But you look at all their their first four records from the fonts, to the mm-hmm. character yeah. to the colors mm-hmm. the execution of all their artwork contributed to their mythology yeah. like who they are as a group it was their identity it wasn't we're not just rapping yeah these are conceptual albums about specific things yeah. and you, know? you knew a tribe record when you saw a tribe record exactly because of the artwork yeah because of the
1: specificity of the artwork yeah
0: that's a big part of it like so like when i look at those things that that influenced me heavily mm-hmm. and i think a lot of us we got like a lesson in branding that we didn't even yeah. know we were getting at that time. Yeah, because you
1: did that with a lot of our earlier records, with the weight room, yes, uh, with the greenhouse record, yeah, even like the um Got Lyrics record having the character on it. Like a lot yep. of our records were more cartoon character based. Yes, but you could tell they were our records because nobody else did that with their records. Exactly. You know.
0: Exactly. And I'm doing it now. Like if you look at like. Uh, Respect the Architect Mm -hmm. and then King King No Crown Crown. like Mm -hmm. the same artist did both of those album covers and then his next record I put out the exact same thing so when you sit these three albums down not only you're going to say oh I see the theme but you'll know exactly what era that these were in my catalog just like when we see the first four Tribe records Mm -hmm. visually we know this is that time Mm -hmm. this signifies when they were on X, Y, and Z in their lives and we know just by looking at that man, and uh, I think that's that's something that we haven't seen executed really. No, nah, since then. nobody else has done anything like not, that. Not across, four, not across albums, four albums, ten years. Yeah, maybe you know, two. Yeah, yeah, two, you know, two
1: is the most. Yeah, the max. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's dope. That's dope. The branding, and even like now, like t-shirts. Yes, and like that tribe, that that those colors. That, yeah, the that red black, and, and green. The red, black, and green, yep. and the way that it's it's situated across words, across yeah anything. You know, you know that that's a Tribe t-shirt when you see, yep. <laughs> you know it. It's you know true. It. Yeah, that's, that's really fresh. Um, I don't know if I had anything else. I might be, um.
0: You might be tapped
1: out. I might be tapped out.
0: Okay. I got, I got a couple All more. Right, go ahead. Go ahead. Go okay. Ahead. Let me see what else I got. I got, um, Tribe. And this kind of goes back to us saying like how deliberate they were with the jazz they sampled. Mm-hmm. Tribe to me was like the least likely guys in terms of them being normal guys to be like, they weren't considered aggressive, right? But they held down the hip hop flag. Oh yeah, crazily. Like, think about at the point in time they had shit against like rappers, uh, like R and B. They also, R. Yes, because R and B was like considered pop music of their time, right? And if you didn't have a singer on your record, you couldn't get ra- radio play. Mm-hmm. And they were just they railed against that publicly. Yeah. Like, nah, man. Yeah. You know, uh, that shit was fucking with them. Oh. Then, then furthermore, rap is not pop. If you call it that, then stop. Mm-hmm. Come on. Very, very clear. You wouldn't think that they're aggressive or going. Uh, they just, you know, hammer. Mm-hmm. They just, when they were seeing hip hop go the wrong direction, they spoke out against it.
1: I mean, just a song like Suck a Nigga is yeah. a hard song. Yeah. That joint is
0: hard. Yes. That joint is hard. Very, very hard. Very hard. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, they don't. They're not looked on as like these cats who carry, like, the. Fuck a whack MC, mm-hmm. or, you know what I'm saying? Or like the guys are like, that's not hip hop. This is hip hop. Right. You know, protectors of the culture, but they really were. Yeah, they really fucking were. Yeah, that's really dope.
1: Yeah, I, I never, you know? I never, I didn't even think about that. Yeah, because they were, they were like the nice guys. Considered, you think, you know what I'm saying? But they, they were. They were considered the all of the, all yeah. of the, all of the um the Zulu nation. They yeah. were all considered the weird nice guys. Yeah, that wouldn't. And I mean, tribe was really well. Maybe L O N S in there too, but Tribe was probably the hardest. Yes. Out, of, out of a lot of the stuff, yeah. you know them probably them drunk, Jungle Brothers and L O N S.
0: Yep, you know, so
1: yeah, yeah, they were they were pretty, They held it down. Hell yeah, I got
0: one last one, I, and this is uh, they're the fathers of vibe music.
1: Yeah, in hip hop.
0: Yeah, yeah, in hip hop. You know, like I think the reason we could even see records like Eight Hundred Eight and Hip and Heartbreaks. Kid Cuddy, mm-hmm. all the moody shit that drake has done and all shit. since then mm-hmm. that would not exist without low end theory yeah that's
1: interesting so if you listen like i'm a, i'm going to do that listen to a drake record yeah and listen to low end theory yeah and midnight marauders yeah like the similarities are, are yeah. i can hear it in my head the similarities right? are, are and, and, glaring
0: and Pete, even down to a super technical level like as a producer tribe to me was one of the first groups who was like Sampling keys mm-hmm. and like, but mellow keys, not like bright ass pianos. Blink, blink. Right. They were sampling like, you know, uh, Fender Rhodes, and mm-hmm. things of that nature. Moves and, yeah, yeah. Moves, yeah, and making it really it, and and filtering it down where it had like a mellow sound. Mm-hmm. Now, what are all these cats doing? now That's all they. Doing That's all, all they doing, them. right? Like keys is the main <laughs> instrument, yeah. and and but there's will be nothing else in it, just drums and that. Mm-hmm. That thing was started by tribe called Quest. Yeah, they're the followers of, of this vibe music shit that fools are fucking with now, don't even know yeah. who because when Tribe was doing it, it was like, yo, this is some moody shit. It make you feel uneasy back then. Yeah. But then it got your attention. Now that's really what everybody's on.
2: Yeah.
1: That is. I mean, and, and if you look at that, um what was that movement um called with uh, what was it? Um, um, so, um ah, I can't I can't think of it. It was they made it a genre basically okay. um of um oh, Neo soul. Neo soul. Yeah. This was like the beginning. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. This was the beginning of Neo yeah. Soul music. Exactly. Because it was before, you know, Erica really. Erica was in that time. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? She came out, what, 94, yeah. 95, I want to say, when uh, yeah, One and One sure. came out. Yeah. I, I want to say it's around that time. And that was after Tribe like, started yes. making that that kind of mood, that, yes. that moody music. Because, I mean, I'm sure they produced a lot of her stuff too early back Oh, yeah. yeah. Back Heavily in the day. influenced. Heavily I mean,
0: look influenced. at. I mean, like we talked about earlier, the Dilla link mm-hmm. between Dilla. And then, so you got Dilla, and then you got Questlove, mm-hmm. and then Raphael Sadiq. yep, D'Angelo, D'Angelo, and you know, like <clears throat> just that side of it, um, that's heavily tribe influence, mm-hmm. heavily tribe influence. Yeah. And even though you may not, for some people, it'll be hard to, to see that link. To me, it's just super obvious. Oh yeah, because that shit didn't exist prior to tribe. No, there was sure no did. Moody Rap. There was no. no, you know, what I'm saying weird ass keys and these. Like minor chords and shit that they were hitting, like like the chords on fucking uh, phony rappers are oh, yeah. bugged out. Yeah, they make you kind of uncomfortable. Like, what the fuck is this? It <laughs> yeah. Makes you feel moody and, and mm-hmm. creepy and shit. Yeah, they were the first people doing that. Yeah, hey, yeah, man. Yeah. So let me think. Do I got Files any more of the, mood? Yeah, of the mood? Files yeah, fathers of the mood music. <laughs> That might be, That's it for me. So
1: Yeah, that's it for me. I don't, yeah. I don't got nothing else. I got
0: something else, though. Okay, oh, here's question? here's the question. All right. Are they the GOATs? Are they among the GOATs? They're among, yes. Okay.
1: I mean, I guess it, it would depend. Will they be
0: in consideration when it's all said and I up.
1: mean, I don't see why they shouldn't be in a Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, yep. I don't see why they shouldn't yeah. be.
0: And I think, I mean, they got the sales. I'm pretty sure pretty much all their records went platinum. Yeah, right? like you know?
1: what? I mean, and that's another thing that's another thing i didn't even think about what hip-hop at, at that time like this style of hip-hop yeah went platinum back then
0: yeah them well you know it got they-la. yeah yeah but after 95 it got it got rough it got, for a lot yeah of, it got a rough for a lot of that sound yeah. but
1: even in that time yeah cats wasn't going platinum like that they was going gold yeah but tribe went platinum yeah. before before a lot of rappers went platinum
2: yeah yeah <laughs> yeah
0: yeah yeah. they got the sales to yeah, back it up man they got i got the sales. plaques yeah i think it's um i think they're a goat group i think when you start talking about the greatest groups of hip hop oh yeah and, and you're, i mean they're top five easy oh yeah you're gonna be talking about the public enemies mm-hmm. you're gonna be talking about the epmds mm-hmm. but i think tribe is gonna be up there with the public enemies they have to be as deep some of the best groups
1: yeah they have to be of hip hop yeah i i, I completely agree you know and uh, i completely agree
0: you know, it's unfortunate man. So, you know, this this episode, man, I hope it kinda helps people put things into perspective with why the Fife thing is going so crazy on social media, yeah. man. Like because they influenced a lot a man. lot of people yeah and you know obviously some of the metaphors you were using you know mm-hmm. you don't get now you know right. like, will, will laura fuck urkel never but he actually did <laughs> right right, right Stefan came back yeah, and Stephane, he actually yeah. fucked laura <laughs> right right sorry Fife, you, you never would have thought when you wrote right. that shit right at that point you never would have thought they would have gave this dude a shot to come mm-hmm. back and bone you know <laughs> laura <laughs> on family matters and shit <laughs>
1: a lot of people listening probably have no idea some people See, probably yeah, have they no even idea yeah. like, what show yeah. is this well,
0: yeah. well okay yeah you'll know fans know <laughs> yeah, fans, fans know. know but yeah if you don't know you don't know but that's the problem with the metaphor Yeah, because most people the show's off lot of like stuff, 15 though. years yeah a lot of vibes like,
1: metaphors were like that they were in, yeah. the, in the time and
0: metaphors. when he said it though you're like yeah.
1: oh snap yeah. Cause your has played like eight ball jackets. No, nobody know what eight ball jackets yeah, are today. Yeah. You know
0: what I'm saying? But I remember. Oh yeah. Yeah. They came and went so fast. <laughs> yeah.
1: Really, really, fast. Yeah, really
0: fast. They had one hot summer <laughs> <laughs> or, or winter winter. Yeah. yeah that's that's jacket. It. So yeah, man, that's all I got to say about this, man. Look, what else, man? What, what should we encourage people to do out here, man? Um, I would encourage
1: y'all to dive in and support, support your hip hop artists. Yeah. Everybody eat healthy. Yes. <laughs> be healthy. Take care of yourself. Yes, please take care of yourself. You know, man. Get, your, like, get your get your get your yearly checkups. Yeah. You know, go to the doctor. Take you know, eat right, yeah, eat right. Exercise. Just walk around. Yeah. You know, take because, care of yourselves. Yeah,
0: you can you can be here one minute and go on the next, man. Yeah. And so yeah, you know, eat right. Uh go listen to some tribe call quest this week. Yeah. Midnight Marauders. Or dive in, low end low end theory. Yeah. Or any other any albums, of actually. You know, yeah, it's only five radars. Yeah, it's only five albums in yeah. like Four or five of them are classics. Yeah. You know, pretty much. They're like they're they're right there with Daylight. Where it's like yeah. their percentage of classics is mad high.
2: Oh yeah. Really, yeah. like,
0: damn, you guys only have one that you can't even no one can argue is it is right. a classic. Right. You're like, go oh, to The other Four. The four. <laughs> People are gonna call classics. Yeah. yeah, so so go listen to Tribe, man. And uh, yeah. you know, that's all we got for this week, man.
1: Yeah, man, it's been fun. Yeah. Yeah, rest in peace, five Dog. Rest Thank y'all peace. for listening this week. See y'all next week. <laughs>